0: Hello, this is The Tribe Stories, the curated sermons, conversations, and collections of poetry of The Tribe Lagos. The Tribe Lagos is a gospel expression based in the city of Lagos, committed to reaching the next generation with the message of God's love and grace. May this refresh and revive you
1: as you listen.
0: Okay guys, so um, we're starting this um, series called The Love Book. Um, There was a staggering... Sorry, guys. There was a staggering stats that we saw from America that the rate of divorce in the world is just as high as the rate of divorce in the church. And the challenge, again, is that the church is actually meant to be a prototype of the definition of love. So the first question is, why would the church fail? But when you begin to pause and understand that The type of gospel that the church has embraced for the longest time was actually a diluted or maybe even a misplaced gospel. And when your foundation of the gospel is not built right, you come to the certain type of performance, even in your marriage. So your relationship is also a reflection of your own relationship with God. There is a sense that if you don't have that depth of knowing your belovedness, and bring your belovedness into your relationship, your relationship is going to suffer from the demands of meeting a love need. right? So it's important for us to lay the foundation here that if you're doing relationship, we have a dream for the tribe when it comes to relationship and marriages. We want to have a wholesome marriage. We want to have um, the portrait of marriage that is very symbolic of Christ and the church. So every day, God is calling us to a place of wholeness, a place of beauty, a place of wonder. So today, this relationship series, today we're starting with the guys. Next week, it takes a different form. You might have the couples do their thing, or you have the ladies do their thing, right? But today, three young men have journeyed and to just basically draw from our wealth of experience. So it's going to be a very interactive um, question, and I think today is uncensored. Un- oh. Well, let's be careful with uncensored. <laughs> uncensored seem to. Yeah, and I do really want that. I think that for many parts, the church is starved of realness, in the way that, um, and it's costing the church a lot. I I always crave and yearn for real community because I am easily vulnerable, and I sometimes don't know how not to be me. So it's important to me that I'm around people that I'm accountable to and I'm accountable to, and I somehow it the no judgment zone can be can be practiced. But honestly, that hasn't been the practice the C the So at the end of the day, we still want to be able to allow realness, realness and vulnerability, because what you cannot what you cannot own, you might not heal from. So if there is a part of your life that you have not completely come to accept that I'm this way, I have this to deal with, you probably not deal with that. So we want a trauma-free relationship, not a toxic relationship. Right? So we're going to open the floor. Um I'll just take like um like an opening words about our relationship and then we can now pass the mic and then we dive from there. Mm. Okay.
2: Thank you, Jesus. Okay. I know
0: this is a crisis moment for you, but the Lord is here.
2: (laughs) Okay. um, There is a psalm of David, I think it's in Psalm 119, where he said that he concluded that god's god's opinion about any matter is what is correct so i use that principle a lot whenever i'm dealing with issues of life from relationship to finance to business whatever it is so he said that he had decided that anything god say about a matter is what is correct so no matter how woke you are if you bring your 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 issues to david and then he puts the word of God on it. It's whatever God says that he goes with. So, um, I saw a post by one, I think he's a Ghanaian pastor. He said, as a Christian, that a Ghanian, so I think it's a South African, as a Christian, you are properly marinated, you are properly marinated in worldliness when you know more of the world's talking points on an issue than what the Bible says. Should I read that again? Yes, As a Christian, you are properly marinated. You know what marinated means. People that cook. Uh-huh. You are properly marinated in the world when you know more of what, more of the talking points on issues of what the world, what the world says than what the Bible says. Let me just read verbatim. You are properly marinated in worldliness when you know more of the world's talking points on an issue than what the Bible says because we have come to an age where um, people have become wise and the Bible calls them foolish. They become wise in their own eyes, you know. So over the past few months, I have been having talks with several married people, friends and all that. And I keep asking one question. Did you, what did you people tell yourselves before you got married? Like, did did you people talk or you just, Enjoyed the ooey gooey feeling and say, I'm in love, I'm in love, or you just did the Lord said, the Lord said, and then you got married. You didn't like, like Pastor Freddy said just now, he likes realness.
0: Like, did you people talk? Did you? Sorry, can we keep the kids um, on the lights and the AC so that they can also play freely and let the adults open their hearts, right? You know, you
2: get so so so. I'm wondering, how did you go through? Your single days, being boyfriend and girlfriend, then you married, and these are the things that are causing issues. You didn't resolve all these. You didn't talk all this about all these things. So maybe before I begin to break the table's leg, let me just stop there.
1: <laughs> um, okay. So I just learned something yesterday. You know, we are always learning, and um, many times when people come into a relationship, we always say that you must be healed from. The traumas of the past to be able to have a good relationship. And I realized that you also have to have a way of separating yourself from even sometimes, sometimes the good feelings of the past, especially with people that you didn't work out with. Yeah. There's a tendency to continue to use that as a standard for your next relationship. That, you know, some people have exes in their minds that they had a wonderful time with right okay so sometimes in church we say stay away from sex because it can create soul ties part of that what happens is that when your soul is in need with somebody Mm. it's difficult for you to open up to another person you keep looking for that past person in another person i realized yesterday that it's not just by sexual intercourse it's just by anything that heightens your emotion right so you were so in love with somebody before and the person was an idea or the person created an idea, maybe the person was a celebrity, I don't know, or the person had the kind of model-like beauty or whatever that has now created an impression in your mind that if I don't see this in somebody else, I would not be able to love. And yeah. uh, There is a scripture that says that remember not the former things."
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, the Lord, we do a new thing. So sometimes you have to deliberately win yourself off the things that have happened in the past that you continue to use as a standard for your future is one of the things that can help you to be open-minded as you go forward, especially in relationships.
0: To be, thanks. Please clap for them. Um, So the the, the mic is open. We'll now uh, open the floor to to take questions. Um, It's just letting, but before we move in, I want to ask you a question. What is the picture of the relationship you want to have? What is the picture of love you want to experience? What is the picture of marriage you want to have? And I think it's important for us to understand because we always said here that pictures are prayers. Imagination is also part of prayer. And it's important to keep that picture in front of you. And particularly many of us who are coming from fractured, dysfunctional homes where a picture of love was not whole, you cannot sentence yourself to the marriage dynamics of your parents. Right, because at one level, you now have a revelation of who God is in you, and you're now being empowered to love not from your experiences. There's this particular scripture that was so well, I told you guys about it. Jesus said that um, you would cut off your mother and your father. Mm-hmm. You understand? And if you if you go back to um, this particular scripture, um, Hosea 4:6, you guys know that scripture. Mm-hmm. Hosea 4:6. What is what did it say? My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. You know, that scripture, we always just stay there. Mm. And then sometimes we go, what's the knowledge you have for your life? If you want to be an accountant, what's the last degree you took? Mm. If you really want to, you know, what's the new course you've taken now? Those things are not wrong. But that scripture was deeper than what you are actually settling for. When the this this scripture was talking about, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge, if you backtrack to, from verse 1, it starts to tell us about things. Do we have that scripture here? so weird. Can we read it?
2: Hear the word of the Lord, chapter 4, verse 1. Mm. Ye children of Israel, Mm. for the Lord had a controversy with the inhabitants of the land, because there is no truth, nor mercy, nor knowledge of God in the land.
0: Okay. No truth, no mercy, or knowledge of God. So there is something that is missing in the experience. Mm. There was no revelation of God. Mm -hmm. Right? And that, I, I must really hold perspective because sometimes we think that Um, knowing about God is the same thing as knowing God. So keep that perspective. Many of us know about God, but not very many of us have gone deep enough to know him. There is even a deeper level. There is knowing him, and there is knowing him revealed in you. So the, the revelation, when you start to talk about that, he goes on to even say in this scripture about i think just read on Where scripture
2: verse 2 by swearing and lying and killing and stealing and committing adultery they break out and blood toucheth blood therefore shall the land mourn and everyone that dwells therein shall languish with the beasts of the field and with the fowls of heaven yeah the fishes of the sea also shall be taken away yet let man strive nor reprove Yet, yet let no man strive nor reprove another, for thy people are as they that strive with the priests. Therefore shalt thou fall in the day, and the prophet also shall fall with thee in the night, and I will destroy thy mother.
0: Okay, so <laughs> weird scripture, but there is a sense that when you see the metaphor mother, the metaphor mother or parents, oftentimes is speaking of the conditioned mind. So the conditioned mind is the patterns of our parents someone said something so powerful, it is nothing cool to be so, so supremely adjusted to a Sikh society, right? In that there is nothing woke in being adjusted to a Sikh society. The world is actually very broken. Mm-hmm. The way we were structured, we, the, the way God designed the world in Eden, we were meant to live from inside out. The entire world that we were raised in is living from outside in. So today, knowledge, is actually the function of what you are learning. But the Bible spoke about, in two scriptures, I will write my laws in their heart. In that day, nobody will teach them, for they will know. So there is a revelation of God already embedded in you, waiting for you to tap it. Nobody will tell you that revelation. I won't lie to you. It's called epignosis. Epignosis is the progressive revelation of the Christ life in you. See, when you come to know God in the dimension of God in you, nothing can stop you. What preserves a man, and that is what I call, the tension is the conditioned mind and Christ if you move away from the conditioned mind, so there are three levels of knowing God. There is knowing God in nature. Genesis enters with a poem. In the beginning was God. Then we meet God in incarnation, God in Christ. But the mystery of the revelation of God in Christ was not so much about God being frozen in Christ, but that as we behold Christ, we are waking to the Christ in us. So whenever the gospel was not a declaration of what you need to do to get God, it was a declaration of a life of God you have received. There is a life that has already been impacted into us so the gospel is called Kerigma. Kerigma is announcement ladies and gentlemen we're here to announce to you that you're saved we're here to announce to you that you uh, the, the the lamb was slain for your behalf and in that moment when you come into that context it's not what you believe about god that saves you it is the discovery of god God believes about you that your worth dying for you belong so everything we believe about god starts from us it doesn't go too far but when we begin to receive, right? So once you get liberated from understanding who God is, you are available to love. Trust me, many people are not self-aware. So you can't love from, when you don't love from the self, and self-awareness is not the false self now. I'm talking about a true, this true self of Christ in you. When you become more available to the love of Christ that is available in you, you're ready to love. Because you come to, you, you in the life of God, we do not love, we do not love, we do not, how do I say it again? We don't love for, we don't live for love. We live from love. We don't do things for love. We do things from love. So I am not in a place to attain, achieve love. I am in life to contribute and express love. That is everything in relationships. So your spouse is not, the, is not responsible for, your, for the state of your happiness. If anything, you must find that internal route right of happiness and bring happiness to love, right? So that's what the Bible teaches us. Now, that is one of the things I find in marriage. Once you cannot be whole, and self-awareness is the progressive revelation or the progressive realization of the Christ self in you you understand? Is this word scripture word thing that when you begin to meditate there's some dimension of meditation where you wake up one day you realize something that you just realize something that in you God becomes conscious even of himself there's a dimension of revelation where you enter into this place that's where Christ lived from Christ did not one day entertain the possibility that God was absent in him he kept saying, if you've seen me, you've seen God. He was giving us the indication that that was the design of our lives. We were told otherwise that God was separate, God was distant. God was even angry. God didn't want to dwell. No, God dwells in, in flesh. God said, I don't design, I don't, God is not, temples are not his destination. God made you to be his favorite dwelling place. Yeah, You were designed to, for God to dwell in you. You're God's dwelling place. What a privilege to carry God. But the mystery is not so much that you are made for God to dwell in you. You were not just made by God. You are made of God. So the substance of your creation is God himself. That is something we will talk about when we get there. Guys, let's not go too deep. Today, is, we're here for... <laughs> no, 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 guys. I don't, we're here for love. We're here for love. So guys, let's go light. You understand? Let's go light. You understand? Not oh, every day, Reverend. 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 You understand? Isaac done the with I say, I came to ask you. How do you know it's baller over BBC? And then suddenly we're hearing the Christ in you again. Kilo bebo boy. All
1: right. Yeah. If you have questions, just signify, or so that somebody will pass the mic to you. Nelson, is our uncle. Uh, yeah. So we, we don't allow people to write things on paper
2: and Gio. pass to
1: the front. Question. Ask question. Now. Love Why are you still single?
2: Pastor of singles. You ask question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, are dodging the mic now.
1: Okay, there's a question there. Morning, everyone. Good
4: evening. Good evening. No, so, no it's so right.
2: Okay. It's, it's
4: right. It's morning in Australia. It's morning. It's okay. <laughs> sorry, I'm I'm nervous, sorry, sorry. Okay. Um. Good. Good evening. So I have a question, I've, since we are hot here, humble, open, and transparent, Over. yeah, I really, <laughs> I really want us to, I really want like a very valid answer. So like, I never did that dating thing, secondary school, university, nothing, I've never dated in my life. Um, in my early 20s, and early 20s that, you know that you are in, okay, you can you are responsible. Early
0: 20s, you call it late?
4: so like it's like i'm like okay let's let's see how let's see how this dating thing would go you get so i i want to be there i want to like try i don't want to do it for trying sake i want to do it for you get for let's let's be let's be very open here i really want to do it because I've never really done it before, and I want to give myself I've out there for someone. Like, be open to love. Okay, I've never really. I've always been that hidden. Boy, it's not for me. I don't like it. I, it's weird to me. I've not really been open or transparent to any opposite gender before. The last time I did that was very bad. So I just want to know. I just want to know. How do I know I'm ready for this? Or how do I know that okay, I'm not just going to go there and I don't want to go there and just get out. I want to go there and stay. How do, do you get I don't know if you get what I mean? So yeah, it's just it's just very confusing. Anytime That's someone brings to me, up a relationship, like I'm like, <laughs> so. I don't want to do this. So yeah. I just practical wisdom.
1: Okay, so the first question is how do you know you're ready? Um, the first thing is to prepare yourself. is not what produces the knowing that you are ready is that you are prepared. Number one, you start with, as much as possible, with an end in view. That's the idea, and you mentioned it, that you don't just want to do it for doing sake. You are hoping it becomes marriage. So the first thing is you try to look for examples of godly marriages that you want to build in the future. It helps your ability to recognize. You understand? You're able to recognize that this, this is the kind of person, because you don't want to do trial and error. You don't do you understand? Do you understand? Uh, You don't want to be sampling, so you first of all need to have an idea in your heart. It's almost like somebody that is looking for a house. You know, you first of all have a house in your in your mind, so that when you enter something that looks like it, mm-hmm. and say this is, it, it's called the law of recognition. You you see and say, okay, this, you know, the way Adam saw Eve and said, this is the, you know, that recognition. Another thing that you do is that you read. So you, if you start to read and set your mind on the kind of relationship and marriage that you want to have there's a way somebody talks to you and you know that no no this is not the kind of thing i'm trying to build this is not the kind of person i want to be with so it starts with you first just you read study check examples of wonderful marriages and wonderful relationships around you and that will guide you into deciding the person you want to you know try with and there's a level you would have done that to that. You know that, okay, I, I know what I want now. And then at that point, you can prayerfully set out.
2: Are you clear? No, I, no. Not really. Okay. Let's do, how, how do I know I'm ready? Are you ready? I think
4: I am. I think I am. But like, there's this doubt. Doubt, exactly. There's this doubt that, okay, I, don't, I know we talked about this money stuff before. I don't have to finance, I'm not financially stable enough for it. I'm not mentally stable enough for it. Instead that I still have some like trauma, traumatic experience from like my parents and some other things. I'm not emotionally available for it. But I feel like I'm more responsible with who I am, I'm self aware of what I can what I can do and I cannot do. Okay. What I know and I don't know. Do. Those kind of things. So yeah, I just feel like I'm ready, but there's still some
2: certain sort of doubt. the, I don't the readiness, you. is it I'm ready to have a girlfriend, or I'm ready to get married? I'm ready to have a girlfriend. Exactly. So you're not ready to get married. Okay. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. Because because the truth is we we tend to separate that thinking, ah, I'm a big boy now. I mean, I can have a babe now. In the eyes of God, it's not about having a babe. Mm. Because that thing that you want to do with having a babe is what you're supposed to be doing when you're married. Hmm. Do you understand? You are supposed to be—you are supposed to be babying your wife when you are married. You should be dating your wife now. So, so that is why. See, that is why we need because because this marriage thing is God's thing, and God is the only one who can help you get it right. Um, I married a bit late. I married when I was thirty-five. And as I then, most of my friends, their kids were already in primary school. Some of them almost leaving primary school. And I didn't regret it. Do you know why I didn't get married on time? I was looking for the wife. So, a lot of my friends got concerned. My mom, no siblings, like, ah, bros, how far now? Huh? Babe, no, they come visit you. I say, bros, me like woman, pass now. So, not think I'm. Not think I'm. You know, so, so, some people began to get genuinely concerned. So some people said, ah, oh, you are too selective. Some of them will answer, actually, I'm selective, but it's not as you think. Then one day, people who, were genu- who genuinely wanted to know what was happening with me asked me a question. Say, okay, what exactly are you looking for? You know what I told them? I said, I can't explain it to you. They're like, I, said, I know what I'm looking for, but I can't put it in words to you. But let me help you the way God told me. When God brought, you know, Adam was looking for a woman. Go and read the, go, read the book of Genesis. It says, for Adam, there was not found. When there is finding, it means there was a search, right? He said there was not found anyone that was suitable to him. Then God caused him to sleep and then brought out and, and made a woman. Then God brought, God did not bring the wife and say, Adam, this is your wife. Because many Christians are waiting for that, God show me where go marry. <laughs> he didn't say Adam, this is your wife. Maybe he does it for some people, but he didn't do it to Adam. He brought the woman. Like all the animals came and passed. So when Adam saw the woman, that was when he reacted. Wow, man, woman. No, that nobody waiting for that. Just being. You understand? He said, "Aha, this is now bone of my bones." Um, in his mind, that's what I was looking for. The house he was talking about. That's what I was looking for. So there was no time to do, oh yeah, let's go and see movie at Ozone. When you entered, then, because truly, if we want to get this thing right, we have to follow God's ways. Mm. Do you understand? There is the world system. It seemed to make sense. You know how God married to my wife? I always knew. I knew I, knew I was going to marry my wife. I knew I was going to marry her in um, 2003. But I rejected it. Yes! Yes. Because it didn't make sense to me. So I rejected it. How many years difference again? Twelve. It didn't make sense to me. At that age, you should reject it. So I rejected it. Like, for what? Then, then, 2015, after we had not seen or spoken for about three years, 2015, I happened to just give it. I just called the family to greet them and asked after all of them. They said, ah, she was, she's in Benin. Oh, I thought she was in India. You know, she's around. So I said, let me speak to her. They said, she's not there. She followed her brother. So I said, don't worry. I called the elder brother. Let me speak to your sister. And as I heard her voice, what I knew since 2013 came again. So I said, okay, cool down. So we spoke for a while. And then she was like give me your number. She said, you will not the call person, blah, blah, blah. Give me your number, you won't call me. No problem. We didn't speak again. Till January. Out of the blue, she called me in January. She called me in the first week of January 2016. We had not seen her since 2013. January 2016, she called me again and we spoke for three weeks. I told her I wanted to marry her. Mm. And we got married and we didn't see till April. She was in Joss, I was in Lagos. We saw in April, that's when I went for introduction. That was Easter now. Okay, me. You guys technically did not date. No, we didn't date care. That's when I went for introduction. Listen, we're talking on phone, oh. All this while we're talking on phone, she was in just so if you had if you had the opportunity to, to have that. That had better be the law. If you had the opportunity to have that experience. No, no, no. If you have that experience, you have that time. Enjoy it. Use that time to learn more about each other. Because we we didn't have I was ready to get married, but I had not seen the woman. But I spoke with her on phone and I knew that was the woman. So we went for the introduction in May, and that was the first time you we seen. You notice as
0: Adam walked in, I IK stood up. I, I saw it, I saw it too. I thought I thought I was the only one that saw it. Ah, was <laughs> it was so a moment. of Peter. Peter. Resonation. Resonation.
2: Resonation. This is now okay. Anyway. Although it's like they brought food though. Listen, listen. <laughs> okay. Listen. So so after we did the introduction in April, I came back to Lagos. And then we got married in October. We got married October 1st. Do you understand? So um, I'm not saying everybody's home must be like that. Yeah. But, but I'm saying that that thing that you are thinking, and eh, let's just see how it will go. No, you don't don't you are already starting on the wrong footing, you're not ready. So if you are ready to marry, eh, you find the woman.
0: Okay, we'll, we'll take diary, but let me just add two things there. Um, on campus, I had a very relational longing need.
3: Mm.
0: It was terrible. I just wanted to have a girlfriend. I just was I I I was, there was no break. <laughs> yes. No, honestly, there was no boxers. <laughs> no, we were fellowship people, oh. <laughs> and we were decent for the most part. For the most part, the we most tried. Part. Yeah, so we're decent for the most part. But I just, just didn't. You know, if you've been to Inipot, Inipot it was like Noah's Ark. Yes. Everything files in twos. Are so you just, yeah, no, no, yes. the, no. Everybody files in twos. So you just realize, I can't be left out. <laughs> so, so I think that was where my own started from. So you know, and then sometimes I just have a way of sexualizing platonic relationship. Mm. I was just like, Baby, have you noticed that we have chemistry connection? Yeah. <laughs> we could just talk for hours. You understand? And then this midnight call thing helped. Trust me, there was no sense of self-awareness. There was just going with the flow. You understand? And in the season where the thing crash, everybody moves. So my time of relationship was after campus. I went into, to NYC. I just started telling myself, no. Not another season of distraction. Mm-hmm. You understand? Just pause and then take time to explore what this would look like. That was when I started to intentionally try to study myself, yeah. and I wanted to be sure why was I in? Why would I see a lady and I want to just ask her out? Going to the hard. You understand? And what was motivating me? Sometimes I realized that I was actually being seduced. I was a bit of a sapio. Uh-huh. Okay, so. Uh-huh. <laughs> Okay, guys. No, like uh, I like an intellectual that can analyze. Hey, you're gonna be the quest lady. You understand? We need we need intelligence. Like, so uh, I'm very sapiosexual. Like that w- that worked for me. So if you the intelligence was my first connection, no one you understand? Even... So for the, I can the attraction will be there, but the intelligence for me was very important. But I also realized that w- there were very shallow reasons. Mm. You understand? Because I ended up we ended up being very opinionated, but thought was very opinionated, that's what I wanted. And the argument was now headline. You <laughs> start Because that's what I signed up for. But at the end of the day, if I had spent time to start to process, so guess what? When you sp- this is what you need now, is your time for self-discovery. Don't let any distraction stop that. Yeah. So what you need to do is to give yourself to three things. I, we, at NYC period, we had this bunch of friends. We used to hang out a lot. We're not like like we're not like dating. If people were dating themselves anyhow, but for the most part, we're just a group of friends. So Saturday, we we'll go to Millennial Park and we'll hang out, we we'll do games. It was such a beautiful place because I could spend time talking to this lady, just experiencing that. I mean, a lot of them were a little booky, right? So we, they, that was when they, they were introducing me to Francine Rivers. Yeah. Uh, so they had all this, it was sort of like a Christian-type club, but we were a little bit more urban yeah, and a bit altish. So it was a lot of friends with I started to study Frank Peretti and all of those things. So like, but we were talking about, it wasn't so much about, um, yeah, you have moments, but for the most part, what was keeping us was the community. So I realized I was discovering myself even more so there. So when I go to contribute in things, I started to realize if you're, if you're a guy that is inadequate in yourself, you would date a girl to complete your inadequacy. Yeah and that is a very dangerous oh. signal you always been in a relationship but in that relationship you're compensating for what you lack mm-hmm. rather than come to wholeness and be available to love from wholeness you're not having to use another person to assuage your sagging self esteem mm-hmm. and then you flip it to saying, some girls that have deep issues with greed and coming from scarcity background where mm-hmm. lack was the thing they are looking for so when they just see a guy is generous you are the one for me mm-hmm. yeah. you understand but at the end of the day the motivation is that the motivation is that they saw security so make no mistake, security is one of the big reasons. Security, control, sec- the whole idea that you're dating somebody because he has a good paying job mm-hmm. is insufficient for love.
3: Yeah. Because I'm the marriage. truth is
0: that they just they don't wake up, they realize the company don't fold. You understand? Then the person is unemployed. So I'm saying that one thing that you start to do as you as you study yourself is the false reasons for which you love will fade. And the true reasons for which you will love will grow. Mm-hmm. And that's when you're most ready. Right now, if your agitation to love is because everybody else is loving, it's wrong. So how I met Lily was, Lily and I worked in the same place. You understand? We worked in the same company. So we did not so, even start out like you know because there were policies. We didn't start out. <laughs> <laughs> were you there? No, we didn't start out. So the point was that you no, know, the point was that I, she she's very big on salsa. One she was like, "Hey Freddie, I have this bunch of friends. They go out for salsa stuff." I was like, "Dancing is not my thing." She so give it a shot. I went to salsa. I spent a couple of months <laughs> but it was quite a wild yeah. the thing was it <laughs> Everybody, everybody was doing like this. I, my body couldn't move because I had a very, I had a toxic masculinity in my head. I said, "Man, I'm not going to shake like this." You understand? So, I, I, I had that problem that was filed and neatly saved. You understand? So, matter I was judging like, no, I'm not going to do this one. Then when she, so I remember that some days, you know, some of those overzealous guys would come and say, "Hey, Lily, Lily's quite good on it." Hey, Lily, do you have a moment? Oh, you understand? I'll be seeing that. But she said, "Oh, Freddy, are you okay? We, said, oh, yeah. we, we can't complain." You know, and I then you see them, and I and, and I didn't like them. I said, I, 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 this first thing is a little sensual? Yeah. People just just being <laughs> loose, you understand?" Because I, my <laughs> point again <laughs> was, we were even there, but in the moment of her dancing, missing, and sometimes I think, "Oh, I'm bad, I love this." Right? So th- th- there were con- connection, and they used to go for all this spoken word club. You know, I, I remember I told you guys I took one. There was one girl I was tracking. I carried out to spoken word club. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> the girl was like. What's in she was just all the other. You know yes. yes. what I said? What I said? Drip. For I saved my life. My daughter. She's like. When are we living? <laughs> <laughs> if you see me, I was. I was ready. The moment. Close your eyes and dream of yourself. The day the Father will love you. Oh, all of us like. You know. You yeah, we, we're doing like this. <laughs> yeah. she, she was like. I don't understand what these people are doing. <laughs> so she couldn't even connect with that. Now, I remember we go for an art festival. Lily would look at every art on the wall. She would tell you that this is, oh, this uh, this is canvas. This person was thinking, oh, the embedded meaning. You understand? That was just resonating with me. So there was shared interest, right? That made it even more, made the connection form. But the first day I saw her, guys, eh, the very first day I saw her, I heard, Happens. Yeah, happens i don't even know how it works very well but the first day i saw her guess what i was a little mischievous <laughs> no I, I was i don't know how it works brother she had happens. this she had this jackie um jackie kennedy type of hair yeah. so that was when she folded her hair and i like jackie honestly uh, i just like their story but i didn't like that the man was killed very quickly right steve um so i uh, when she was coming i was like oh, this is this is cool this is my wife i don't know it's just a weird thought yeah, go just word. You understand? So when she came up, she said, she now told me that I'm looking for Ferdinand. I was like, he just stepped out.
5: Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> A little misuse, you understand? <laughs> and then in that company there were some higher liens. <laughs>
5: you
0: no, know, some guys had no pure intention. They used to drag copper. You no, know, post two. I, I, we need somebody in our office. There is nobody helping us to to file things we need two coppers you understand so they sent not a few coppers and, and they were dragging her so i went she now said i know that freddie just stepped out but because i was rushing somewhere so when i came back she was waiting and she now said are you always mischievous we need
1: to hear her version of the story maybe she knew who ferdinand was before she asked
0: no, no. They, they, someone that told her I was the one. Uh-huh. After, so when, because, I, when I came back, she knew I was the one that said I was not the one. <laughs> the so she was asking me, Are "You always this mischievous." I was like, "Sometimes." Uh-huh. <laughs> Guys, we need to teach you. We need to teach you some some lines. <laughs> this thing can work. But my point to get back to you. Take time to study yourself yes, and develop yourself. Yeah. Let the false reason. Uh, if you know that you're, you know, I, I was complaining to one of my friends. Any day we did drive and some fine girls are around, the driving is unusually rough.
3: <laughs>
0: you understand? <laughs> that, that, what is happening? The thing, they see, I say, calm down. Something is not looking like it. You understand? Uh, so and that if, I, I just will notice a bit of fune. Oh, like, you know what I'm trying to say? Is, um, <laughs> no, see, when you pass through that thing, uh, you understand? There is a sense that yourself, you need to be your own person you understand hey, don't go order something that is not your own Let's say everybody order you just say give me pug you so, it's uh, just call out the thing come out you say this is what I ordered this is not <laughs> guys so I think self-development is what you need now Very but find true. yourself in community for platonic friendship and love don't deprive yourself because they told you if you touch girls you'll get pregnant no those things they told us growing up that made us even messed up that platonic relationship became something you were scared of having mm. you can handle it you can have a very platonic relationship that she's your best friend you guys can have moments of growth i had and it. you don't you don't sexualize that try not to sexualize it some boys cannot handle platonic yes just a show of affection they think it's attraction yeah. and they suddenly they, they can't handle it again they say you you the way you're loving me is it not they just say, no, you're and like a brother it's
2: not just boys even some sisters can't handle it
0: no it's, it's both ways it's both some, ways some sisters just say a, a so. guy just help you go fix your car understand because you know here we tell um, sisters that we tell brothers please if you have some time and the sister is going to mechanic be there for her because this mechanic in lagos they are so, so just having a brother there well it's not you don't have to be dating to be there just imagine jeffrey i remember when you had an accident or something like that was it your car, or car? No, if his car but at the end of the day i, I when i was saying when they were telling me i said who is there with you they said okay this person is there this but about three brothers it made mm. I, I felt so good and they were there till they fixed it. That's what relation. That's what community is. So the person is not they're not a person to help you fix car. They say, brother, you've been here twice to help you with the mechanic. <laughs> you know, on my list for things I love, he's scaring. Mm. Yeah, acts of service is my love language. Please, we are not. This is acts of father. <laughs> is the father's love made manifest? Please, more questions.
1: Sorry, there's said, yeah. there's a question online that came early before. Okay. I Take this one. Okay. Um, it's a very straightforward question, but we'll allow you know, everybody to think about it. They said, is prenup necessary?
2: Up.
1: Prenup? Prenup. 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 Oh, okay. Yes, prenup. Ah, ah. Is it necessary for a Christian marriage? Um, sorry, let's, let me start with one weird fact that I shared with my wife earlier this week. I'll not mention names, but you can find out. There's a particular Hollywood star who <laughs> signed a up. To pay his wife an amount of money, close to five million dollars, for every year she was married to him. That sounds like something that should make the relationship work, right? Uh, yes, just over four years after they divorced.
0: Okay, okay
2: you know t- so who remember where I started <laughs> that's that quote I read from that pastor. Okay, let me read this again, then I'll read the scripture I started with. Okay. So he said, as a Christian, you are properly marinated in worldliness when you know more of the world's talking points on an issue than what the Bible says. When you have more talking points from the world's view on any particular issue, than what God says about the issue. Say you are. So then the scripture, sorry, sir. The scripture was Psalm 119, verse 1 to 8. This scripture has helped me a lot, especially the King James rendering. It says, therefore, see, Psalm 119 is a beautiful, it's a beautiful piece. Jesus Christ, Psalm 119. David just kept talking about God's word, God's word, God, the importance of it. But this says, it says, therefore, I, es- I esteem all thy precepts, that's your word now, concerning all things to be right. And I hate every false way. So if God comes now and this, God says this is color purple, in David's mind, it has changed from orange to purple. You can't. If you want to kill him, he will tell you this is purple. That's what it means to renew your mind.
0: Okay, Martin, you know, just the idea of prenup is that two people can agree before they go into marriage Mm -hmm. that should the marriage not work, this is how they're going to walk away. Mm. It's not a gospel thing. we were not meant to go into marriage with a backup plan. The gospel actually wants us, the, the, the model of marriage, and that's part of why I'm saying, don't let the trauma speak louder than the truth of the gospel. Because mm-hmm. sometimes, a some woman will tell you, my, fa- my mom was in this marriage that failed and she lost everything. My father was building house and my mother didn't build anything. She was taking care of kids and now she lost out. And so they come into marriage armed for war mm-hmm. because they are viewing their husband through the scope of the rifle of their fathers. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it doesn't make a whole marriage. So what up makes it, it's a more condition you for an exit. So, your forgiveness is almost compromised because you are meant to forgive in te- un- unconditionally or in advance, right? Without conditions. Forgiveness is the best marriage is that two forgivers living together. Mm-hmm. You will hurt yourselves, someone will blow it. But the right. point is that trust might be compromised, it might build back. But once you choose to stay together, God is revealed even in the brokenness and the wholeness. So, we're not meant to love ourselves with a backup plan or exit strategy. The marriage is not a startup. You understand, so it's not a startup. So it's not a startup. So no, so it's not a startup. So you know all these uh, all these uh, clauses that investors put out, preferential clauses to allow themselves exit, convertible clauses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Don't come that mindset in marriage, right? The point again is that you go in to make this work, to love this person with all that you have, and to choose to see them to the eyes of God. Don't choose to amplify their flaws. You understand? It's not their imperfection that is the problem. It's your perspective of them. You understand? Because somebody can actually have, we all have imperfections, but if your perspective is that, this is so flawed, I can't live with this, you set up yourself to fail. Mm-hmm. But if you see this as growing pains, that this is on the journey to wholeness and healing, you will love. So can we see our challenges? If somebody is not great with time, it's not like, ah, this is not suicide. No, at the end of the day, how do you come into their life to help them manage their time? Maybe you might want to set the clock. Maybe you might want to just encourage them, assist them in ways that can free them to be able to meet up time. But if your judgment is like, this imperfection is deadly, you've given up, right? So you have to look at the ways in which you tick, right? But at the end of the day, prenup should never be on our radar. What we are aiming for is the marriage that can produce whole children. Mm-hmm. Trust, truth be told, when the marriage is fractured, the kids would have affected. It's just what it is on any level. If you were raised in the same home, you know that even the, your son's self-esteem is attached to the love you have for their mothers. Yeah. So you're not men, that's why it's good to just keep hugging them and not nourishing, nourishing their mothers. They get, some, they, they get a validation from them. Marriage is so spiritual. It's such a spiritual thing. It's more spiritual than we know. And that's why Jesus, God, used marriage to define his relationship with humanity. Think about it. When Jesus came on earth, you know the first place he attended? Wedding. That was symbolic. He was actually telling us marriage of between God and man was the plan. And here is it. So he was showing us the portrait of marriage between God and man. God did that forever love. God did it with Israel. Jesus calls us his bride. God can't give up on us. Love is what the answer is. We can't give up on our spouses, on the people you love. But if your love, if your reasons are motivated by money because you were broke or motivated by someone's sense of self-esteem, maybe all these people that are married for profile. I have nothing against profile, but if profile is the reason why you're married, you're marrying for wrong. Because who is that person when they don't have those profiles? Is the real person. You're not your accomplishment, but celebrate it. You're not your achievements, applaud it. What you are when these things are stripped of you is what is real about you. And if you get caught up in that accomplishment, you start to rate everybody. You want to marry up, marry up. Meanwhile, some people that married up, married into prisons. Because they were marrying for escape and they married wrong. We're meant to marry motivated by wholeness and love. If you know here eh, yeah, that when you're around people, you lie. A coward eh, will be motivated. You know why cow people lie? You know why? If you have somebody, if you're here and your relationship is embedded with secrets and lies, the reason why you're playing the coward, coward lies. And the reason is because they're afraid of being rejected. They're afraid of being found out. So they haven't dealt with some parts of them. They hide it. So they tell lies to compensate. Sometimes they tell you their parents are richer than they are because they feel like that is how they'll be accepted. Sometimes they tell you they've traveled the holidays that they've never been to. But why? Can you imagine that lie? Tell them you've never traveled. You understand? Because you have never traveled. And if you, if, they, if you lose them because they, they say you're not exposed, you just God just delivered you. Yeah. Do you understand? Don't call it a rejection. Don't, let them go with their blessing, Because anybody that has to accept you for something that they, you need to achieve, right, is not the real person for you. But the person that can say, we'll see the world together. Even if, even if at 30, you've never seen Dubai. The person says, at 30, the adventure begins. Mm-hmm. Get your passport. Let's love and see the world. That's the person for you,
2: both ways of yeah what, the
0: ways. fundamental well, reason well, my, is that what are the reasons for which you want to love? why are you hanging on to that wrong relationship or that relationship at all? If what is motivating you is their heart, what would they look like ten years down the line where the hotness has gone? Out? man of God was six pack at some point in time <laughs> right, but my yeah. point again is that you wouldn't well, always be six I was packs. Six all the one pack yeah. that we are seeing around. Oh, six packs. <laughs> no, but my point again is that even, even if you marry somebody for if you marry somebody for some of those reasons that might fade, they will fade. The things that are standing will fall.
2: They will fall. They always fall.
0: What will be left standing when you the things do, fall? You can do
2: cosmetic, but it's not... <laughs> I think ask a question. I think I,
5: think I, I forgot some parts of it. But I also know that I've gotten answers from what you've been saying. But my questions are in part, very quick. But more, more importantly, I want
0: pragmatic answers. Not... Oh, how much now? It's uh, <laughs> <laughs> in our service midday. Can you imagine? <laughs> okay. These are the kind um, of people so it for. Pastor release? <laughs> no, sorry, sorry, sorry.
5: <laughs> First of all, um, a lot of men in Lagos now are getting married because they are? No, please. <laughs> they are getting married because they are ready to get married, and not necessarily mean because they are. Sorry, I would even
0: say they are getting married because they're excited about a big wedding. For Lagos, wedding is a is a status symbol. Yeah. So a lot of people are doing to tick the social score. It was a big wedding. It was carried. It was yeah. destination. So the wedding is not the marriage. Mm.
5: right Yeah, even yeah, that, that's very correct. But even I for like there's this thing about people saying you're ready, get married. Maybe mm. financial status has increased, you know, you can take care of yourself, you can, can get an apartment, do something. Mm-hmm. And then what happens is, you do not now um, necessarily marry because you are traditionally in love with somebody. You are getting married because you are ready and then you find somebody that fills that box. And then you guys get married. I remember somebody that I was speaking to about June this year, and last week, she said she's getting married to so, someone. Like, How did you people meet now and, now? and of course, I know that the person, you know, is just tied to I'm ready, and that's why you're getting married. So here's the thing as young men, Jeffrey, I'm speaking your mind. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> when you. you, they, they keep telling you that. <laughs> no, seriously, they keep telling you. I have two questions, please. They keep telling you that. Um, Beauty is not everything. You know, my father today said, <laughs> I, I was home, my father said, mind for character. I said, well, we know they see character, aren't
4: you?
5: No, wait, Carac- across the road, if you stand there and a character only the show. <laughs> yeah. You know, but honestly, honestly, because you need to balance it out well. And I'm saying it now because all three men have beautiful wives. <laughs> All three pastors have beautiful wives. <laughs> because you not know, just already you follow your character. <laughs> character day, he day, but something day. <laughs> so, but you want to have a story. Your idea. <laughs> okay. So, you want to because how do you necessarily? How do you balance it out that you marry for character? You marry for, and sometimes because sometimes we always say that some things are not. And that, and that leads to the second question. Some things are not um, necessarily traumas. It's just what you want. Okay. Especially maybe you want somebody that, like what you said, you got it at the end of the day. You like somebody that intellectually stimulates you. And that is it. Okay. And I know you, Pastor Fede, even as a person, that if somebody, as your normal platonic friend, doesn't intellectually stimulate you as your guy. The conversion cannot go both ways. You just say, "I eh, come," and that's all. <laughs> no, and that's okay because this is you are presumptuous like you stop me. presumptuous. <laughs> I feel judged. I know this. So that is the first question. The second question is, how do you also pragmatically deal with traumas that you have? And
0: get you off your mic. <laughs> <laughs> See your question was. Also... Sorry, I apologize. My nah, Jeff, Jeffrey, no. <laughs> nah, all. How
5: now. do you necessary? How do you how do you deal with um, traumas that? And sometimes, let me give you an example. If you, and that leads to you know people that maybe are so. For the longest of time, I always wanted women that were um, that had the entrepreneurial spirit and that could speak for themselves. And you know, I always felt like women. I never in fact if you come with the line of I can cook, I can clean, it's not it doesn't work for me. <laughs> Myself <Me laughs> I cook and clean. Yeah. Do you understand? No Jeffrey, you need to visit. <laughs> do you understand? And, and I, I realize that I want I want somebody that is has our money, has can do everything. But voila. <laughs> 80% of those people, <laughs> they are the other side of life. They are not emotionally connected. Do you understand? Honestly, they are not. And that have, like, that, that have it all figured out together, you know. Uh, some people don't know how to balance the word feminism and actually loving God and actually working with God. I'm not against you being a feminist, but make it balance. balance. Okay. Just, that was the second question. That's the second question. How do, you, how do you handle your trauma? Yes, with knowing that, because I'm coming from somewhere where that was a problem. Okay. And I'm trying to make sure that I'm not in that same boat. Okay.
2: Let me attempt the first question because I was in your boat and a lot of people ask me that question a lot because um, I didn't keep quiet about the fact that my wife be, must be fine. So, and Christians seem to have the idea that, the wrong idea that if you want something, God may want otherwise. Like, like the will of God is not always what you want. But let me, let me, I've always tried, whenever I talk about the will of God, I bring it from the scriptures. The Bible says in Romans chapter 12, it says that the will of God is good, the will of God is perfect, and the will of God is acceptable. That's the will of God. It's not three will. It's not permissive. You know There's, there's the normal will. There's the, you know, and then there's the perfect one. No. The will of God is good in intention. The will of God is perfect in application. The will of God is acceptable in presentation. So, To settle that, first of all, whatever you are looking for is available. God has it for you. Remember, it it is the Lord. It is God who is working in you, both to will and to do of his good pleasure. Then the Bible says, commit your ways unto the Lord, and he shall give you the desires of your heart. You can interpret it two ways. He will give you what you desire, or he will give you what to desire. Either way, God will satisfy you, because God is out to satisfy his children. Don't believe otherwise. God is out to satisfy his children. So because I knew all these, all these guys came with these arguments to me. What if God says, so I used to always tell them that if you see tomorrow that I marry war. Hmm? just to satisfy their conscience. I say, know that, not that God inspired me. God sent me text message saying "Now your wife be this. That's, that's what I used to tell them. That God sent me obvious message. Now, what is war? -war? Beauty is in the eyes of the beholder. My younger brother, hold on, hold on, hold on. My younger brother, my younger brother, who who sort of who who sort of is like I'm a mod I'm his model for doing several things in his life, cannot stand marrying Oibo. Not to date, not to have anything with them. But I'm the opposite. So is either now or a half cast or yellow? <laughs> Do you understand? So that's me. Do you get? And I got. And I had. I've had this desire since before I was a Christian. Though. It's not to say because as a young lad, my dad used to buy a lot of Indian movies. So I guess that's where the thing just came. So I watched a lot of Indian movies. They call them all the old ones. I don't watch them. damedra for only am is not Dramedra do you understand so so what i'm saying is that god will satisfy you don't ever be sometimes it's because we're afraid we're thinking it's god that created the whole world and that thing you're looking for he has them plenty so you can have beauty and brains they say there's such a thing like that right whatever is beautiful to you god knows and he has organized it surplusly so that if like solomon and one thousand you want or by no good you'll quit dialing you understand? So then D. It's not about beauty. It may be about beauty for some people. So but that was that was important to me. That was important to me, number one. Then what was more important to me was that I said I don't want to marry a religious person. I didn't want to marry a church girl. So that also now have my own, I have my own definition.
0: Church, boy my, church, church girl won't marry you.
2: Uh, you exactly. Now. So so what I meant by church girl was different so um what's his name isaac isaac so don't ever second guess to think your papa say (laughs) your papa say they look at character brother you can have the character the beauty the brains the entrepreneur everything because god wants to satisfy you and god has everything the same goes for the sister do you get so what you what you need more importantly is um john Master we john said instead of looking for the right person you be the right person yeah. once you are the right person like we get like right yeah. you that's what you will drag because the truth is the things that the people you meet or the things that happen to you or that happen they're not happening to you they're happening through you yeah. basically that's how it is
1: all right i, I want to quickly add something you know the number of things that we insist mm. must work out well for us, there are so many wife, a good wife or a good partner is just one of them mm. and God is committed to making sure everything works out well, not leaving anyone out, so God is he committed you to, to good health, he you to know. prosperity good children and good spouse so there is no one that God is you know, not very clear about what he will give you and you know let, let me give a finish this scripture for me this is the lost doing and it is what
2: marvelous
1: marvelous where in my eyes uh-huh. so god is paying attention to things being marvelous in your sight that when you see it you find if you check the women in the bible they some they used to take extra time to explain how beautiful they were sarah Uh, No, let's start from you know, they said, Look to your fathers, that Abraham, Isaac, Jacob. So the three of them married very beautiful women. So God wants you to have what is your own definition of beauty. beauty. So, of course, like he said, it varies, but God wants you to have that. And God wants, so there's a tendency for us to. To you, for you to go into this thing thinking that fine girls do not have character is not true we are beautiful girls that have character mm-hmm. or you now find a fine one that does not have character and say i will put the character in a, or i will train her to have the <laughs> that's a long thing <laughs> don't try don't just don't try. just don't do it don't don't try it the one that you want god god will you know the steps of the righteous man are oh, ordered, god, oh, right okay. do you understand so as you follow god you will meet the person
2: you know mm-hmm.
1: or the person will meet you either way it would happen it would click I mean,
2: second was the second question you was talking about how do you deal with it. the trauma now let me see like maybe the fears you have about setting fears quote unquote come on there <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: so so is it trauma or you on the lady now i'm not no, sure the trauma is, is
2: yeah, on the, on the guy's side, fears about maybe how women behave, what women think, <coughs> uh, help the guy, help the guy.
0: So, uh,
2: hey,
0: those kind of okay, fears. Okay, so the, what, what, I made up, what I sort of picked out of the question, you were saying that for some women who may be very strong and very driven and accomplished, mm-hmm. sometimes it's harder to do life with them because they, are, they seem to be more independent and emotionally unavailable, right? And then you don't just want the cooking ones who are emotionally available. <laughs> you know, so you want the hardworking ones who are, who are apparently uh, who so, are also emotionally available. So this is what you say to your friend,
2: right? <laughs>
0: you know, but I, quite frankly, I think that um, you, if you're in a relationship with somebody, many times if they are emotionally unavailable, I don't necessarily think it's a. You just have to be able to see if you can have a conversation. I personally feel for most relationships in Lagos, there is a measure of therapy that needs to happen. Yeah. So if you love yourselves enough, begin that process. Start talking to them about becoming more emotionally available. Sometimes you realize they, 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 that's the way they protect themselves. They don't want to put it out there and get hot. But when they start, as they grow to know you, most of them now begin to bring down the walls. right? But for some people, the walls may never come down. You understand? So there's a potential danger in that, that the walls will remain, right? But it's a, it's a path for healing, right, both on, on both sides. So if you are having to date somebody, my, my, my own question again is that I find your question actually a little bit challenging because the reason for which you are attracted to the lady is that she's hardworking and you hope she'll be available. And I think that in as much as we should applaud accomplishments, performance must not be the basis of love. Because you find a, a person that you genuinely connect with, she may not be entrepreneurial now, but she'll wake up one day and want to be very entrepreneurial. So there is a possibility that she's in a season of her life where she has not discovered herself enough to apply herself, bad, yeah. right? <laughs> <laughs> no, so so I think know, I know sometimes some. I, I know that it's a commonsensical thing to say: look for very accomplished people that are at least they don't they, they look for uh, urgent 2K. You understand? There is a place. You see the work that they are putting into it. So and then there is a, there, so there is a sense that I I I don't necessarily think having somebody's ability to apply should and then should and maybe I'm wrong. So this one I'm trying to figure it out. But I'm just actually saying, look for connection, right? Um, she might shut the business down. Would you stop loving her because she's not right? So that let that let that, let, let that sense of let that lead in. Okay. Let that sense of leading be there. No, I, I can tell you for a fact there is still the trauma that some people who are connected or even married um, might not even be emotionally available. Well, yeah, because some people just don't know how to connect, right? So it's important we we, uh, we walk around those things. You
2: know? So sorry, I, I once counsel. Time
0: seems
1: to be the, gone. A couple. Yeah, yes. Time is Maybe gone. Maybe we can actually. take two more questions. I, I once counsel a couple. Oh dear.
2: Okay. One. About two. About this emotional availability thing. So she's driven. He's driven. And they're both Christians and um, they were having issues. And the issue is not that anybody is doing anything wrong, apart from the fact that she's not available. Mm-hmm. And she would always put it on work, work, work. And she was feeling bad because this is a nice guy. So she would talk to me, the guy would talk to me. But I knew what was happening. So she was now thinking, oh, is it that love is not for me? Oh, I'm not supposed to get married. You know what I told her? I said, you have not found the one. When you meet the person you resonate with. If you like be the president of the whole world, you will have time. We make time for what's important to us. Today she's dating. She's still she's busier now, the man is busy, but they are in love. Do you understand? She, so eventually I just told her, you know what? Instead of feeling guilty and see, this guy is vexing, then the two of you are nice people. You are both Christians. Just end this demon and move on within her life. And they moved on with their lives. And she's happy today.
0: Well, Martin, you know that we've been doing a lot of teaching here that sometimes we find identity in our work. Yes. And when people find their significance, their meaning, and words from the job, mm. they oftentimes burn out, get busy. Yes. They have no boundaries because that's, who they, that's where they get validation. Uh, yes. Now once you start hearing all these therapeutic messages of grace and love and having to reclaim parts of yourself that you've lost or are completely outsourced to work, Something you extra. realize that you become more accommodating of yes. people in your life. Yes. So sometimes it's a journey of spirituality that as people become more, they dive deeper and begin to explore parts of themselves where they, are, they feel worthy and are, are completing themselves by the gospel so that they don't then make their job the signpost you know make busyness is not the badge of honor mm-hmm. right because that is how they measure success so i do have that problem but it's not because i i, I just love work i just love creating even if you take me and put me in another place, trust me, I would create something <laughs> if you carry me again. But I'm, as I was learning the whole concept of family, children, I now have to intentionally rearrange myself because the Spirit of God is in me. And I now know the importance of loving family and being there. But my natural inclination is to drift. Mm. Actually, my natural inclination is to just keep going busy. Right? But because of the spirit of God and the messages of the tribe that we're all having to dive in and diet on, I'm now intentionally having to practice presence. Right? I keep telling you guys that sometimes I just go and drop them because in that two hours of driving or one hour of driving in traffic, I just find my, myself in conversations, random conversations. Right, But usually there were times when I get busy. I was like, oh, nobody should disturb me. Right? Work should never replace people right in our lives so i think it's also a place of the gospel when you begin to hear and as they heal they will be available to love Mm. right so don't disconnect from somebody because she's too busy on one level Mm. right but still always make room for the healing journey and i hope that they know they need to heal i know that i need to heal because i have a first son syndrome success was the game Mm my entire world was actually oriented for performance completely. School, if I don't come 1st I never start. It has to be so I was highly competitive, even very, very toxic oh. in secondary school. I just loved it. You understand? So I had to start recovering to say, don't even, you, you know, I can't handle loss. I can't handle failure. It, doesn't, it messes me up right now because my identity was tied to success. But what about if you already are? so that you don't diminish because you fail mm. and you're not enhanced because you have something. Mm-hmm. So you go through seasons. I went through business crisis where we lost a lot of money, conflict, court case, problem, fight, fight, this thing. I came out of that thing and it was a healing journey. That crisis was a gift in itself. It was my moment of self-discovery and my journey of healing. There are some businesses that I've now worked on. Mm. Somebody will bring a deal, it looks so good. It is nice, I like the money, but I'm not doing. Mm-hmm. Because I see the impact on my family, I see the impact on my life. So I'm I'm learning to say no. In fact, the the next few months, I'll be very, very less available to anything business like that. I just want to be available to write, love, drink coffee, travel. You understand? Like, that's what it is. And trust me, this industrial clock that we're all programmed to live for is not the design of humanity. We've all been programmed to live like rats. And the problem in the rat race is when you win, you're still a rat. You're still a rat.
2: You're just the biggest rat.
0: Just a bigger rat. They're
2: just bigger. And
0: then, guess what? This industrial, industrial complex, once you invent a better rat, they give you a better mousetrap. Mm. Yeah. I used to think that at some point, when you are CEO, you work less. You're the chief servant. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Make
0: salary that you come the time is supposed to come, you go to fee heat. Yeah. I, people I go they look and say how far good morning you're you seeing you're getting the message you understand that's why you now know that fire is on the mountain for you so there is no stopping you when you think are you not okay what we are doing as you go carry investors come those are not giving you kpis subscribers a million downloads mm-hmm. and, and you, you are you you're not thinking with than deal you understand you're not looking for a next breaking miracle because there is no where, where downloads they go go in there in there go give you download no user you know those India apps. Yeah, 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 yeah. You go say we had $300. How many? But the optimization, the usage is the thing we are seeing now is that we need more engagement. So we're going to do more campaign. No, my brother, take your life back. And those capitalist <laughs> investors, you understand? They are preying on everything. Just before long, you are hired to you, you, they invest in you that they hire you. Mm. You're now running a script. You can no longer tell them we need six. that's the kind of money you make. Just say, next day I'm not working. You know, go die. Just say, I, I just think I have enough. Next day I just want to travel. They kill you. You understand? There's a life like that. Just say, "I'm taking a gap year. I have I've made quite right a bit. Yeah. You understand? Don't go and do the one that you go call the colleague, say, "Pastor, you tell us that here. <laughs> because my own point is that there are, sometimes you give yourself space and you become more innovative. Mm-hmm. See the burnout mechanism. We need to heal people from. We have a message for corporate Lagos. You are more than your work. Mm. You are greater than your CV. Mm. The work is not the sum of who you are. So now be not your doing that qualifies you, You're being, you're a human being, not, not human, human doing. doing. Mm. You understand? Don't let this 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 clock steal your life. It's killing us. Clock and calendar. They hold everybody for neck, dragging you all over the place. And how to reclaim yourself is the mission of our times. And then that message of healing, corporate Lagos is sick. Sick men, trying to replace uh, love with money, mm. trying to buy affection, mm. trying to meet sex, uh, non-sexual needs with sex. The sex addiction on one life is tied to toxicity. People can't find worth in themselves, so they're having to procure it. Because it's sex therapy. Do you know sex is all over the place? So they got all the sex power. what are they doing? Some of them are married people, mm. but they need these things to assuage themselves. Why? Sickness. The sick man needs healing. Grace is the gospel of healing. That's all we need. Just be pouring grace. May grace reach you. Amen.
6: Okay, so I have two questions, and I want you to speak to that. So the first one is uh, gender roles.
0: Let's the two together. You already had the question as well, right? Yeah, I saw two combined. hands. Okay, we we'll just combine so we can just wrap it up. Yeah, okay. You know, so has it been a good evening, guys? Yes. Please and clap for the clap for your yeah. passports, Clap for
6: So, um, gender roles. So I was once asking my partner that, can we define our roles? I said. It's not defining any rules. It does not have any rules. I said, okay. So, you know, don't you believe in all those rules? Like, okay, the breadwinner. He said, he's not the breadwinner. That <laughs> <laughs> as far as this concept, as far this
3: he's
0: a bread eater. <laughs> he
6: said, um, he said, marriage is supposed to be fluid. And whoever can win the bread at any point in time should win the bread. So, I want you to speak to that. You know, like, like if you're if you are, if you're strong enough to win the bread at that point, please win the bread. Let me eat it. If I'm strong enough to win the bread, you eat the bread. But oh, I am not gonna be any breadwinner. I don't want that pressure. Then the second one I want to ask about is, what do you think about couples having? Um, can couples keep their own money? Do you understand? Like we talk about joint account and um, I think I, I think somebody once spoke to me that
4: wait, sorry. wait is this question is this for my I mean,
1: okay?
6: Are you not
0: planning to
1: prepare? That's part of the preparation. <laughs> See how people that have been doing it for 10 years are you doing it. You see what it. I asked that So that you know how to do it. I was asking
2: it. the people I was talking to, what did you people talk about before you get married? And meanwhile, if you're dating... What did you decide? If you're dating, quote and unquote, and you've not had this
1: conversation, you're joking. It's a big joke.
6: Exactly.
1: Big joke. Has, you've not had this conversation.
6: Yes, so...
1: No, he, she has not finished asking her question. Once you finish her question, Tombara, we will take all the questions once and then... We'll, we'll so,
6: um... It was more like saying... If we're supposed to be together and I'm supposed to like, I know everything about you, why is it your money that I don't know about? This is why Jesus was saying that, um, Jesus was saying that his biggest competition is mammon. Now, yeah, hiding your money. So, I want to know the reason why I'm actually saying this thing is because I've seen where money has caused trouble between people. Now, if I if you know everything about my finance, and then maybe uh, something happens, and I have to like give like a huge chunk of my money to maybe my parents or somebody or something, and then you maybe you in your head now I have so so and so amount, and then when you come back, I'm like, oh, I've given everything out, I don't have anything, you know. As a so, how would you feel? So just to cushion that effect, I'm asking that can I have my own money? And you keep your own money. If the need arises and you want money from me. I will give you, and if your own, if I have issues too, you can help me. But can I not have my own money? You're
2: so, no, like two questions. Okay, sorry. Yeah, let's, let's let's ask, um, uh, ask all the questions.
1: Let's ask all the questions so that we take it. Okay, okay. Yes, Is that a question since. Sorry, we'll take your question too.
0: No, Darius should be answering questions, not asking. <laughs> okay, so ask, ask,
5: ask,
1: ask. Yeah.
3: A short question, please. No, mine is very short. So, um, <clears throat> what does age? Got to do in
2: marriage.
1: Mm.
3: Mm. Yeah. No, I'm saying for me, because say said, age is the last
1: part of this. Pastor Martin said he married late. So
3: for some reason, I have a problem I with that. I say the talk person, my person senior, you. No, 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 no. Oh, okay. For some reason, I have I have a problem. One of my uncle sat me down, was doing some calculation. Bro, you must get married. I said, no, I need to marry. He said, you must, because if you marry now, this picking will be this, this picking will be that. I said, I'm like, is that all that there is to just going to marriage? Because yeah. really, it's not sitting well with my spirit. So I'm not really, I'm not really forced to like think about it. So where do you actually draw the line? Is there like a that's fine a scope? Yeah, okay, that's all right. Fine. Um.
7: So my question is. We are in like a I guess in a society where they say, Oh, if you're in a dating relationship, you should have like boundaries to the level of love you give, right? Mm-hmm. But then we have the Bible and Jesus that says like love does not demand its own way and God is basically telling us to love like Jesus loves, basically sacrifice and giving yourself. So how do you manage that? Like when you feel like, you know, I don't want this person to when you feel like maybe I'm being too open. Maybe I'm being too emotional. But then it's like, God is telling you be open. And it's like... Do you get... Yes, I understand what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. And then... Sorry, if you can just... you you said something about platonic relationships. I'm all good for having like, a guy best friend and a guy having a girl best friend. But I just feel like when you're in a relationship, those two Uh, people should go and sit down. Do you get... So, I mean... How do you, like, manage that G get and, like, um, having me have a relationship with, like, a guy and then maybe my partner having a relationship with a girl, yeah, a friendship with a girl?
8: Okay, thank you very much. So, I, I, my question is sort of um, fundamental to what everybody has said. Why do we need to get married? I mean, Why? I mean you hear people saying that you no know, let's 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 remove the let's remove the God part because you know even from our traditional Christian construct is a social construct. You've gotten to this age where you get married. And so we're almost like walking running with a script that society or family has put on us and then we all just get married and we're like, okay, what's going on in this marriage? Why am I liking this person? He would have married to my wife, you know, and all that. So I think, I think it's important to, it's fundamental to the gender, you know, thing you ask, fundamental to age, fundamental to everything. And I think, because again, you hear people saying that they have partners now, not married people. So because, you know, we are taking this gospel out there, we need to be able to answer those questions ourselves first. You know, before we can you know, be able to explain to other people. So I think it's fundamental. You don't have to answer that question, but I feel it's something we should start from. So it guides a lot of the questions we're asking. Why do we need to get married? You know, why? You know, because again, if you if we are giving that feeling of get married, get married, for those who are not able to, who are not married, especially women, it now begins to feel like they are not complete. No, 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 no. You get, so I think yeah. it's a fundamental question we need to, yeah.
5: Yes, no, I
0: the mic. Okay. <laughs> okay, I think those are, the those are all the
2: questions.
0: Okay, so I can can of was your first question? Rules. Gender roles. Okay, so about gender roles. Um I think what is most important is to understand that you guys are partners. Uh, we are coming away from a culture where men were defined by providing and women were defined by keeping the home, but in a home where both people end. Both people have jobs. The roles have to be redefined in the context of that. What I would actually say is that in seasons, you guys have to embrace each other, supporting each other. A lady told us that her husband uh, resigned from work, wanted to start a business, the business didn't succeed. What she did was, when she got her salary, uh, because he was a prudent one, she used to give him the money. Right? And he was calling the home. Don't lose respect, regardless of the season, because he was he was he didn't have a job she felt it was her place to nurture him and support him but she said she, one thing she never did was use words to tear him down because she would have lost him now he got he got back on his feet got richer and she even re- retired early you understand at the end of the day so it's really about if you get back home and your guy here and you can cook don't fold your legs waiting place uh, take the console playing for games say, she's not even back it's 8pm and i'm hungry get into the kitchen you understand? Because the point again is that think about it. If she's your sister, or your mom, and she's your spouse or your friend, she shouldn't come back and be burning out. If you can cook, please do that. So the point again is, if you make better do 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 it. You understand? Don't say cooking is an essentially women thing. So, but the, the point again, these are conversations that have to happen. Yet, I think that in my home, Lily enjoys her role in the kitchen. I'm not very interested in those things, but um, I will be happy to help when I can. Anytime, when I can, but every time when we have um, anything that has to do with um, support, we come to the table to support each other. So don't box him to say, you must be a provider, I must be a provider. You guys are building together. Yeah. Wherever the wealth comes, if God says the wealth will come to the woman, is your wealth. Yeah. Yeah. You understand? Don't feel less because she has more money. Love and protect her. And women, don't let because you have more money make your man diminish. You understand? Sometimes, even if you want to go and do holiday in, um, in 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 Singapore, and the man can afford Gambia, Gambia is beautiful. Yeah. 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 Honour him. Don't say no, no, I want it's, it's, I go your own. I'll go my own. Then it's not the point here. Because the truth is that in the marriage, God put the man there, and it's not because if it's and most men should learn that because they have a, because they have authority doesn't mean they should be authoritarian. Mm-hmm. You understand, yes, you are a man of the home, so you're meant to sort of like guide and lead. But the point again is that don't reduce the home to your your vision, because if the woman says, I can support, can we go to this other place? Don't say, no, 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 my budget my budget. You understand? (laughs) And if the woman is saying, I want to live in Banana Island, you're saying, whatever happened to Suri Not like they're trying to but I'm just saying, you know that they are, are, you now insist that we must stay in in, uh, in Nigeria. You understand, you want to stay in Nigeria because that's 500k per year. And the man is saying, let's go 1.5. I go add. You say add waiting. You want me to talk to a woman, who pay my rent? No, no, no. That's toxic. Yeah. The second toxic. one. So don't, don't let so again, when you don't have when your identity is not tied to your ability to provide. Even when you're not provided, you're not less. Mm-hmm. And the man doesn't lose respect. So we must honor each other in love. That's the definition of marriage. Secondly, about joint account. It comes recommended that in marriage two shall become one. But I have come to realize, even in my time of pastoring and counseling, some people are on a journey they never heal you understand yeah, yeah. yeah. something on like journey and that's that one we must hold we will hold space for that journey yeah yes. because i have a situation where if the man discovered the woman had savings ideas for business that was not well thought through started to flying yeah. you understand and she became the financier and the thing was going and at the end of the day she took the regret she said that she let him know so it puts the marriage counselor's intention. Because you were advocating, the two shall become what? Transparency and openness. You understand? But in this time, transparency has now armed the weapon. The man had greed issues. He had not dealt with it. But he loved her. He just didn't love her enough not to... The demons have not been dealt with. And if you also flip it, a woman that is very interested in materialism, when she sees your bottom line or your, your bank statement, she say, Why are they stingy? Like, this? you're going to hear them every day. You too, they're stingy. You're going to hear them. Like, you'll be thinking because she's seen their alerts. You understand? Anytime, GT, she's not facing your phone, there's a lot. But what are you doing with all this money? My point again is that if she has not dealt with her materialism, she would place a burden on you. To start to cater to that, right? So I know that some men are selfish, they call it oh, I'm, I'm just very thrift, I'm, I'm very, very prudent. Yes. <laughs> don't be don't be that kind. Extreme prudence, you understand? It's about walking the journey, the speed leads. But I would say that where you can now, Lily and I, we had issues with joint accounts. The point was that my joint, well, I'm quite, led. <laughs> <laughs> I'm quite led. No, trust me. You understand? I'm led. You understand? I can just see Asha is coming, two tickets, but That was not the plan! <laughs> <laughs> you understand? So I now let her realize that the thing was concerned. Okay, this is, let's meet halfway. The joint, we'll just agree that this joint is for Kiniko, Kiniko. You understand? Let's put it there. This one that I need, mm-hmm. eh, so that the day one of my cousins, because my cousins come a lot, how you understand? I will mean, just push me 20 now. Like, they, they just, they, I think they just added, you no, know, that Friday night, the way you will give you understand? So and I enjoy too. So i okay, I have my limits. I have 20k or 30k to dash. Anybody that called out no no you late You're late. <laughs> <laughs> you're late. You were late. You understand? You know, so, so I put I put my boundaries. But the point again is that the one we say this is for fees or this is for rent or this is for saving, this is for trip, this is those ones, nobody touches it. But I will now say, let me take this one. This one is my floating this thing for being the honorable around town. Because at some places you go, you see the weight of the the weight of their insistence upon your shoulder. You understand? I just say, are you blessing us? I told her they carried me as a the chairman to put me on high table. Because the chairman was running late. They then converted me to the chairman because I ran for election for which I did not win. But, and they did not tell them, and you know we. So they said, "Honorable is here." So I felt depressed because all the old women, they were that like, honorable, Hulu. they were all dancing around me. You understand? Like the the guy that was singing, I was just hearing, "The honorable." Hulu. The way it was like, recorded, like no trust me, I felt so because I've not my trauma, my trauma never strong reach way. I don't know they, I don't know they think what people they think. So I could take called the cashier because they're not a stingy chairman. So they're not, not going to greet you again. So and I and I was not telling Lily, Lily we have to do something about this. We were looking for where to transfer money because the weight of the pressure was huge. Mm, yeah. So at the end of the day, for somebody that so you know the, the point again, your joint account, you come to a point where two of you have healed, may have not been completely healed of recklessness, back then. You understand? <laughs> Back there, but there was that sense of, you understand, trust me and we can just go to Abuja for one week and say, we we'll stay another week she'll say, Well, yeah, we they plan this guy? I say, we we'll must just extend, life is, you cannot live once <laughs> life is only served once you understand, so but at the end of the day both of us understand that stuff you understand, so they I say they spend money go do this one don't be always doing like this, so we meet halfway but I'm hoping that we'll get to a point in the marriage where the two shall become one account but the argument now we are both happy we walked if we have carry Toby and Marie their mother you go hango <laughs> or carry Mati, their mother, their mother is their mother two of us, we have our way you understand so you have to sort of like hold space for that let me if I don't know if I'll add Tobra's own age has nothing to do with it don't put the burden like we said don't let culture determine your times let the spirit of God and the seasons of your life determine your times so they can put pressure on you and then go pay for the wedding one of my friends told me his uncle has been telling him you are 32 <laughs> oh the next time his uncle came, he said, Uncle, this is um, five million, the wedding budget. The man has not asked him again. <laughs> <laughs> the man quietly, you know, our parents are bored, they have nothing else to say. Yes. So that marriage is the next event. When you retire, and the, the way they were, they didn't live life from purpose mm. or expression. They live life to born children, just make money. So after a while, there's else we do, do. No, actually, they children, grandchildren, time to die. You understand? Because <laughs> you know, it's almost like everybody, they know, have you faced it? You understand? If you don't enter school 16, you never graduate, or, in particular if it's school or university campus, all those UDPs. Mm. You understand? I say, uh, my son came first to so jam me, he jammed it. You understand? So pressure. You know, everybody, everybody, enter, when you graduate, you, they come, you don't graduate the same time. When you want to marry, you marry the same time. So at the end of the day, if you don't follow that clock, you realize that you feel left out. So the next thing is marrying. Like Darius said, don't make women who are 30 and not married feel less. You are okay. You understand? You are not diminished because there's nothing wrong with you. There's no village to, there's no cause to break. You you understand? There there is no, there's no, there's life to live and enjoy it. So I'll drop that. Your question was, I know it's,
3: How much
2: love? Should
0: you love completely? Yeah. Completely? No, I, I honestly, I think so that... It's
2: not just the boundaries. It's no, about what I should open up. Give or
0: yeah, not No, like I said, right, there are people on a healing journey. So that's where we lean into the Holy Spirit for guidance. Because sometimes you can say too much and the person will run away. Yeah. So all these people are to like, tell me your secret. <laughs> hey. Take a miss you. That person that is saying, tell me your worst secret, cannot handle jack. (laughs) You understand? So the the, the last, the next day, after your worst secret, the the message, everything will go. That's the the relationship becomes the natural death. You understand? So I'm saying that because they are joining to a place, there's a place and a time for full disclosure. But you have to mediate that experience by the Spirit. Again, there is still the place of sometimes, why are you sharing too much? Is it a trauma-induced response? Some people are compulsive in just sharing because they want to be accepted. So they're overcompensating. So that compulsion is sharing too much, you understand? And sometimes you're giving up because you have, because you can't say no. Mm -hmm. So that deficiency, that no deficiency is a trauma response. You have to be able to say, no, I can't do this now. Mm -hmm. You understand? And then boundaries, a lack of inability to hold boundaries is even a dysfunction that we need to heal from. It's an any man that says you too get no, get problem. Because he should respect boundaries. So don't don't let the don't let the um your okay, the Bible says give you know have healthy boundaries. We call them healthy boundaries. You know, if you tell the guy that please don't call me anytime from ten, right? And your relationship just respect it. Maybe she goes to bed early. Don't say what well, too many rules around here. You understand? And she says that please, if you're going to run late, call me an hour and tell me you'll be running late. Don't make me don't don't stand me up. You understand? I heard that guy time the I was there to one guy. She said, You stood me up. I said, what no that's the word you stood me up yeah Yeah, and the the idea is just call and say i'm running late it's decency but don't condone bad behavior because you live with it so it's important that you help them wrestle with their trauma Mm. so men cannot handle criticism it's not your problem that they cannot they have to grow to handle it Mm -hmm. because at some point how do you grow if you don't overcome that but you that is being critical are you being critical in love are your words tearing or are they affirming? Are they inviting them to journey with you to embrace the parts of themselves that they may have lost to those traumas, or is about dissecting and diminishing them? You understand. So we're meant to embrace that. The last question about uh, why we need to love is a question we must take home.
3: No, yeah, she asked another one. Best friend. Best, friend. Best, friend.
0: best friend. Oh yeah, yeah, no, no. Honestly, that's important too. That's important too. You understand? I fell into that my first day, but we now have boundaries. You understand because I have one very close friend. She would tell me everything in her life. We just just laugh, laugh. Her husband was the first person that started having jealousy. You understand? Yes. I could handle it. I could handle it. You understand? But my point was, I knew that there were boundary issues. I know. You understand? I know. In fact, there was one day we had a joint, a group date. It went so badly. So badly, we ended up arguing. No, it just didn't work out. You understand? And we left scarred. You understand? (laughs) No, but my point again is that so you know if you if you if you find that your neighborhood the guy is attached to a particular a female, just let them know that I feel uncomfortable with this. The guy don't say this is security. <laughs> this is security. No, she's concerned. Your is not to undermine her concern, to, it's to say, okay, I'm gonna to listen to it and maybe I'll, I'll walk around this. It's something it's a journey. We all are not perfect. There's no strong man. Who, you understand? The day you will fall and the weather is right. Some men have not sinned only because they've not had opportunity. Mm. Right, so let's not pretend like we've overcome all the things in life. Some are there. So there, we live with this question you asked, right, which is taking home the fact that why do you want to get married? And it dials back to the motivation and the reasons for which you want to. If the motivations are not genuine, they are not, real, they are not the interpretations of your heart, you marry wrong. You marry for wealth, you marry wrong. For status. Yeah, yeah, for status, you marry wrong. And then don't forget that this period is to help yourself heal, so if you have a tendency to be a coward, you tell lies. deal with it at that moment. If you have a tendency to be selfish, what's the other side? When people are selfish, just have a way of not being, uh, they will say they are prudent. So you have to walk around your, the areas of your life. For people who are insecure, for people who have pride, they have a tendency to be, um, a prideful person has a tendency to be judgmental of other people, the right of other people, condescending. Condescending. So people who who have perfectionist syndrome Mm. can become overly critical. Mm. So they are not wrong. This is just who they are. So if you know you are dating somebody who has a perfectionist obsession, they'll be critical on you. And it's not like they're picking you apart. Please, just understand that they don't know how else to put it. It doesn't mean they don't love you less. They just need to work on their tongue. We now pray that God help us on this journey but wherever you are, whether you're a prideful person dealing with um, inability to apologize, or you're a critical person uh, perfection is dealing with critical criticism, we all are called to operate in love and journey to that, so those are my parting words Okay,
1: I just want to say something for Tombara uh, from one person who had to take a stand of rebellion to another, there's a tendency that at some point that rebellion now starts to to power your decisions, mm. the fact that somebody is pressuring you to get married, you can decide because of that. I'm not getting married anytime soon. So either way, you are not living for yourself. You are not you are not doing what they are saying. But what you are deciding is also because of what they are saying. You are not doing what you want. So the accurate position is that I will get married when, when I want, I'm ready, yeah. when I'm ready, and I'm open to be mm-hmm. to being ready when I'm ready. Mm-hmm what you are saying or what you don't say has no effect on me because there's possibility there was a time in my life where i lived in so much rebellion that i i was looking for things that upset my parents you understand i know people now who because they've seen that their parents don't want their elder siblings to marry from a particular place they they themselves they are now looking for people from those areas you know if they say maybe the parents say don't marry ibo because they are rebellious. They they don't want Igbo girls. They want girls from Bauchi, just because they want to express that rebellion. So there's a state that you can get into that you can say, because of what you are saying, I will now not marry for 10 years. It's also not a healthy place. You need to find yourself such that you do things at your pace when you are ready, regardless of what somebody is saying or what somebody is not saying. I just thought I should add that balance okay yes it's an online question somebody said that his notion is that you are attracted to people that you meet now he believes that he has not been going to places that he should go to so there's a tendency that he has not met the person that he should be attracted to okay? i think that's the okay question.
2: so i think in all one one, one thing that is running through um, all the questions you are asking one thing that is fundamental is what we started with. You must find yourself. Do you understand? You must be a complete human being first, because if you think that there's one man or one woman that will come into your life to make you complete before your life become complete, then you you are coming in with a lot of baggage that may be too much for the other person or for even you to handle, you get. So if you are a complete human being, first of all, and the way you find yourself as a complete human being is to be complete in God, when you are there, Sometimes it will pass for pride. People who don't understand will think you are proud. They will think you are too selective, you are too choosy, you are too picky. But because you have found yourself in God, you are complete. So um, your decisions will not be because you are trying to compensate for something that is missing. So it will not be, okay, I've not gone gone to Australia. So maybe my wife is in Australia. I want to see the whole world first. I'm, I'm a satisfied person because of Jesus. Do you understand because of Jesus, I'm as my wife, I'm very contented, so I don't complain about oh, this one is not there. This one is not. There. I know that Jesus satisfies me and He will satisfy me. You get so I don't need to have gone somewhere else before. We say, Okay, I've seen everywhere, I've seen all the girls, so let me now pick. So find your own satisfaction first in God. If your wife is in Sokoto or your wife is in Afghanistan, you will meet just. Be satisfied. Let God satisfy you first, because He's the only one who can truly satisfy you. So find your completeness in Him. When that one is sorted, many of all these other questions about whether I should submit, whether I should give my, my whole self, whether I should have joint account, it will just—it will just be easy. It was—it was. In fact, one of the persons counselling us was telling my wife we must have joint account. She didn't see the need for joint accounts because I also was coming from the mindset of hey. My money is our money. Your money is our money. There's no there's no two things about it. I also said to her, what your partner said to you, that I'm not the breadwinner. I'm not the breadwinner. God is. I'm just the head of the union. Yes. Sir. And that doesn't mean that I mean no book pass. No. You get. So just, found, just find yourself in God. And many of all these other things will be sorted.
1: All right. So we'll take our offerings now.
2: You can log on to
3: TheTribeLagos.com or email us at hello at
0: Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter on The Tribe Lagos. God bless.